Welcome to episode 7 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know, that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, you can go suck on some monkey cocks with all of the racist ass who say things like, all lives matter, or the confederate flag stands for Jesus. Just go suck like eight or nine monkey cocks all together, all holding hands, or jerking each other off. I don't care. You suck. Fuck. Bitch. Rest in peace, UK Graham. Well, not the really. King's English it sounds so much, so much different. You know, it's like the slickers, the slickers. Like, oh, we had to. Uh, it's like we say ass lickers, you know, but yes. as lickers, as lickers. <laughs> we had to let uh, UK Graham go after some very offensive tweets that we found. Really disturbing tweets in his past. Just really, you know, really creepy. He was a uh, a birther. He was a, a Pizzagate. He was a flat earther. He was a anti-vaxxer. He was an all lives matter kind of guy. We just we he de- was uh, we feel uh, like defended Peter... uh, Confederate statues. You know, saying that that was part of the heritage of this United States. <laughs> you know, uh, Peter, although he is an alcoholic, he just seems more on our level. You know, you know, good old fashioned alcoholics, like. <laughs> Can we just go back to that being society's biggest problem? You know, a guy that maybe drinks a little too much at home, you know, and maybe swears his, at the Maybe hits his wife a bit. Game. Hits his wife maybe, just a bit. Maybe a little bit, but not a closed fist, you know, more of an open slap, you know. It's got maybe some like weight a, behind it, but, you know. If it is closed, like a soft closed fist. Soft closed. <laughs> like it's, you know, it's, it's 30% on a jab. It's, it's a not fist really that says, his whole shoulder into it's it. It's a fist that really says, I still love you, baby, right? <laughs> exactly. It's more of just, hey, I just need to get your attention. You know, I'm not trying to hurt you. I just need know? love, too. I need attention, too. <laughs> I'm not being heard, you know. <laughs> Jack Daniels hears me, you know, <laughs> my own wife. How dare you? It's like when I was growing up, they were called winos. Oh, it's yeah. like to think about how fancy like a drunk <laughs> used to be. They were called winos. Now we call them sommeliers and they get paid a shit ton of money to recommend certain wines at a restaurant <laughs> when you go out to eat. But like, like it used to be like, hey, look at that guy. He's down on his luck. He's a real wino. Right. Like, right. I remember wino. Like, he, yeah. And he's sitting on the street pissing himself like this has got earthy <laughs> afternotes, you know, like I think I taste peach and, this goes and good with leather. The, this goes good with the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not chicken. That's pigeon. You're you're eating a live pigeon. That's your own but foot, now we call him Now, if you give a French name to anything it then becomes respectable. You know, again, wino for guys that just used to be recommending like Mad Dog 2020 on the street. And now they're called sommeliers. Sommeliers. Even a rapist, right? Just saying it in a French accent. Rapiste. Makes it sound better. Makes it sound better. Yeah, you think they're like part of Cirque du Soleil or something. Ooh, the rapiste. I think I'll go see them when I'm in Vegas next. Um, Well... Let's, uh, you know, speaking of UK Graham's uh, ridiculous tweets, we wanted to uh, share today with you some some ridiculous things and like tweet like things, you know, like comments, whatever that people have made on the internet. And here's what we're gonna do: we're going to try to guess what drugs they're on, 
And what was what the, drugs? What state of mind? What, what altered like what basically what's going on in their life to type it out, hit send, like <laughs> be like fuck yeah, man! I'm really making my voice heard in this digital age where the public forum can now be seen by millions. <laughs> Like no barrier to entry now. I can no. get out there and be heard. Right. Take it away, Dennis. So the first one I have is from Twitter. It's a user named Scott Castaneda. And he tweeted at Tom Morello, the guitar player for Rage Against the Machine. And he tweeted, Tom, I used to be a fan until your political opinions came out. Music is my sanctuary. And the last thing I wanted to hear is political BS when I'm listening to music. As far as I'm concerned, you and Pink are completely done. Keep running your mouth and ruining your fan base. Thumbs up. Dance monkey when I tell you to. And that's all I want you to do is dance when I tell you to. Rage against the machine. What machine did he think they were raging against? And then he lumped that him and Pink in the same <laughs> yeah. sentence, like you and Woody Guthrie are gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dude! That dude drinks it's like that, that. That is the whole political. Yeah, like what was he listening to? That dude did drinks he, like Bush Light. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. was this like the old days of like Napster, where you would download bootlegs and it's like. You'd be like, oh, I got this Nirvana bootleg. And then somebody would finally tell you, that's not Nirvana. That's like some <laughs> that's shitty band. That's Dames and the Chantels. <laughs> yeah, they just like labeled it Nirvana until you would download it. So what did he think he was listening to that was like, that he that he had labeled as Rage Against the Machine in his playlist? <laughs> How dare you rage against any machine? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Like, come on now. <laughs> that it's like guy, never ends. Yeah, that is... That is like pure stupid. Like you could taste the stupid <laughs> in that comment. And just smell it. Like you said, I think it is a bush light. Maybe, He's bush light maybe drinker. A little, maybe just a, just like a, t- like a, like a thumbnail of meth, you know, not, not <laughs> like on the weekends, keep, on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep the to drunk keep going for days. Just like, you know, to get you through the night, you know, while you're listening to rage gets the machine <laughs> thinking that it's not political. <laughs> And again, Pink, how are you like, all right, fuck you, don't do what you tell me. And so what? You're not my problem. I don't know any Pink That's the only Pink song I know. But it's like, uh, well, how did you get to that point in your head where you're like, yeah, Rage of Pink can go. Get, quit telling me how to vote. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my God. I'm all about this MAGA life. All right, next one. So this one is a local review on Yelp. Genuinely, one of my favorite parts of the day is I go on Yelp and I just read all the comments as they come in. Lately, I've becoming like a Yelp cop. I actually report reviews. I report things (laughs) because like that's what it's meant for. you. It's supposed to be like a digital community. I like going on Yelp and be like, what did you think of the paella? Was it good? (laughs) Is it worth my time? I don't need like all this extracurricular, you know, well, I went on their website and like the font really turned me off zero stars because it like, it's an algorithm. So it affects like the businesses overall rating. It it affects like where they are in the search engine. Okay. I'm, I'm on board, man. 
So like I get, I get a little, I, I want real information. You know, you right. can't go. It's the same the other way when it's like, they just pay their family members to be like best Thai food ever. Right. You know, it's like five stars, five stars, five stars. And so I get very upset with like, they're just like, that's not something that's reviewable. You know, when they're like, Oh, I went in there and oh, like, this is a bar and they didn't have like this kind of brandy or something zero right. stars or like they looked at me weird. And right. So the, for whatever reason, wearing a mask is a, the biggest political issue in the United States right now. Right. So you're either a, a fucking giant pussy or you're like saving everyone's grandma. So this is a review for lucky 13, which is a bar in Salt Lake city, Utah. And this is from Paul B posted on June 12th, 2020 at 1.48 a.m. I think it is important to know when this was posted. <laughs> so Paul B. Rutt tried to go here today, period. Long black-haired, H-A-I-R-D, said I needed a mask to walk to my table, dot, dot, dot. Then I could take the mask off. I'm pretty tried of all the rules that don't make sense. The place was packed. There was no parking, so I had to walk a quarter mile to get there. <laughs> I won't even go here again. Brothers and I left the place and went to my tie. My tie was really good. The owner asked us to support the police and didn't require nonsensical mask wearing. Oh Lucky 13 God. would probably bow down to dissent and say sorry. Go here if you want. I never had it. Never will. They decided not to let me. Hashtag never had it, never will. Cough, cough. What the fuck? <laughs> I hope that guy gets it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you never want to know, well, blah, 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 whatever. But yes, I hope he gets it. And like the bad European strain <laughs> that like completely like requires a lung transplant and like doesn't get to see anybody in a ICU for six months, you know, like that dude it makes no sense yeah like and well just the even like the so boohoo for fucking you you have to walk boo-hoo. like for like 10 seconds to your table with a mask on what about the workers that have to wear masks all fucking day those are all who day I, and are working dude environment yeah like do they get to fucking complain about their own business on yelp no like and the you know what if you if you've ever gone though, to I had to walk a quarter mile. To get like there. that's their no, there's fault. There's no parking. I had to walk a quarter mile to get there. It's like again, that's not something that's reviewable. No. To the, like business. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, a guy quarter needs, mile. Like I need like a just a person that could like give him piggyback rides places, man. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. We need to like have it be like a, a business that can be done on the side. <laughs> it's like be a piggyback uh, from uh, Sherpa. You know, ushering you from the parking lot to the, to the bar's entrance. No, I just like visualized in my head like a Sherpa meeting him a quarter mile away. Be like, are you ready for the journey? <laughs> are you ready for this long and dastardly journey? We'll make base camp here in six feet and we'll go for peak in the morning. You have to acclimate your white lungs to the higher elevation. Oh man, yeah. That was a cold weather accent. That wasn't any kind of ethnic so, accent. That was just what happens when you're in cold weather. <laughs> so did uh, were all the like? Did he say t- tried instead of tired, or was that all? I, I read it verbatim. Oh yeah, my gosh, tried, like yeah, like, and that's the other thing that uh, 
like uh is the political uh football that's going around is is like cough cough you know there's all these stories of people like coughing at people to be like you want to wear a mask you think that's protecting you uh, uh. like God, trying to intimidate people with a idiot. cough oh I, I always like i don't know why but my mind always goes to meth with these kind of comments like they've got to do a, everyone's doing a little bit of meth right <laughs> It really feels that way, and it, even if it's not like meth, it is mad. Meth like, or like Adderall, yeah. a sniffed Adderall, Adderall, Adderall up the butt, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a little boofter of Adderall, you know, just the, on the on the. Uh... Uh, oh, well, Dennis. Sorry about that technical difficulties, but we are a podcast that never edits, so you're just gonna have to deal with it. That's the goddamn UK Illuminati. Graham has been <laughs> doxing us, trying to take out our signal because we broadcast the truth. <laughs> what's going on at Lucky Thirteen? What about He's the next communist? What about the next one? You had one more, right? I do. Okay. I actually have two more. We'll go with my favorite. Uh, this is from your old neck of the woods in Bountiful. This is posted by Kelly. From South Jordan. She said, terrible. I used to come here when I was growing up and my grandparents. It was never the best Italian food, but it was always consistent. And I always had nice memories more than anything. It was recently and sold and they increased their prices and changed their menu a little. For the worse, we had to take out last week. I would have been embarrassed to serve food that crappy. The lasagna was literally the smallest portion I've ever seen and super flat. Total crap. It used to come with super salad, but now that's extra. I didn't order a child portion or light dinner either. It was full price. With all the food choices these days, save yourself the hassle and go somewhere else. The only thing that's left that's good here is breadsticks and ranch. And here's the secret. Lita pizza has ranch that tastes exactly the same. <laughs> So this is the good old fashioned. The food tastes like shit, and the portions were so small. Like, what a, you have to have it one way or the other. What and place is this for? Like, is it Ranch Ranch? Like, uh, yeah. So I was just gonna say, like, who's fucking like a ranch of like a the <laughs> a ranch sommelier? sommelier? Ra <laughs> ranch sommelier. Uh, where where is this for? What business? that was Robertinos of Bountiful. Robertinos. 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 Right. <laughs> Robin Tino's was never good. <laughs> no, of course not. Like, there's no way. But I just love always when it's like the portions were small and it tasted like crap. Well, it's like, yeah, then I'd okay then. Like, I wouldn't want a whole plate of crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, if I would have had a bigger portion of this shit food, I'd be a little happier. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would have like like solved you know salvaged this dinner. Yeah, wouldn't if, if I had a larger portion of garbage? Wouldn't the review be more like, oh, thank God the portions were small because it was like eating turds on a plate. Thank God, I you know maybe I won't. I'll like I'll be able to like fend off this impending diarrhea. Like maybe my body can handle if it's a little less intake. Like no portions are small. It tasted like crap, and the portions were so small. That's one of my favorite ones on Yelp is always like, they didn't even give you any. <laughs> and it yeah. sucked. So <laughs> And it sucked. Don't uh, waste your, you know, don't waste your money here. I think Kelly takes uh <laughs> takes like Xanax or some shit. It's all Xannies all the time. It's a little mommy uh <laughs> Chardonnay time in the afternoon in the kiddie pool. 
You know, she, I, I just imagine her like swilling a little wine glass. You know, it's got ice cubes in it because she's real trashy, you know, like ice cubes and white wine. Just say, yeah, I wouldn't even bother. I just go next just door go to Lisa's pizza. Because they got ranch. And guess what? Tasted the same to me. Yeah, because all oh. ranch tastes the same. Isn't there like Hidden Valley and that's it? I don't think I've ever tasted anything that did. I've never, I've never tasted ranch that was like. To be fair, Valley. I'm not like a super ranch fan, so. I'm not either, but maybe that, I'm just saying like all the ranch I've ever had is Hidden Valley ranch. I've never had any that was like, ooh, they added paprika to this one. I like a ranch, sriracha that's ranch. That's like, I'm like, ooh, with mod pizza, they yeah. do sriracha ranch, but it's like, I could make yeah. that myself too. That's what you do. You add sriracha to ranch. You don't buy the pre-made <laughs> sriracha ranch. Right. That's like Heinz now is coming out with like mayo chup and like, like, uh, like they're mixing it all for you. Right. But right. isn't the fun, like making it at well, home yourself. Maybe like, you the want only your one own that... consistency, you know, like you have a special, like, you know, my mayo chup would be like three to one ketchup, more ketchup than chup mayo. To, ma- to mayo, yeah. Right. Definitely more, more, more chup, chup in there. Definitely more chup. I'm going, through, <laughs> I'm going like four to like one quarter, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like a little Right, just a, a little, little cream, mayo to, just to, to mayo it up a, a tinge. A tinge, just to, to chup it up. You chup know? it up, like, chup it up. Chup I want more bit. chup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's get I in. have one last one. I have oh, okay, one last okay. one because this one, it's a... This guy is another Yelp review. His name is Tom C. And one of my favorites that that they do is when they bombard a chain restaurant and then they go on all the different, like say you have, this one's for the Cheesecake Factory. So he has copy and pasted the same review. On all the Cheesecake Factories? On uh, like literally there are two dozen that he has gone on and posted this same review on. And this is from 616 of 2020. So yesterday at fucking, of course, 2.30 in the morning. And this is... Uh, yeah, that's when he gets angry about the Cheesecake Factory. You know what? I'm going to do something about this. <laughs> God damn it. Someone has to say something. <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> I, I've just been tossing and turning all this time. And, and, and again, I, I thought I could let it go, but again, I can't. Again, a tinge of meth, I think. Uh, just a tinge a of tinge. meth. A tinge. This is full meth. I think this is a full pipe hit, uh, you know, right off those like gas station rose glass, like pipe things that they sell. You know, like this is a full rock hit. And Tom C writes, so I go into same cheesecake factory for the 45th time in six years. And the manager comes up to me after we've started our drinks and placed the food order and tells me that the sheathed knives on my hip are not permitted. And then I need to walk the quarter mile. Again, it's a the familiar tone here. <laughs> I need to walk the quarter mile out of the mall to the parking lot and put them in my car. I told her she was really rude, but I complied. However, and she canceled our food order when I found out after I returned from putting the knives in my car and the corporate response to this was to ignore me as if I had done something wrong being their best promoter on Yelp. What a bunch of idiots. And I'm tired of being ignored. Enjoy today. 
Like, I wonder what kind of knives. Was it like a giant hunting knife? I bet, right? You know it is. It's a giant buck knife. Like, like in some circles, you would call it a machete. You know, like, I don't know where buck and machete, you know, where the line is. What is the Mason-Dixon line between a buck knife and a machete? Is it nine inches, six inches? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's just the serrated edge that you can tell the difference of. But corporate response... I also to ignore me. A picture of wearing like camouflage for sure too, like into the cheese, and then head head to toe camouflage. And he counts. He counts how many times he's gotten into the cheesecake. Like he has like a like a tally. (laughs) Like oh, this is number forty five. He has an app on his phone. It's like he checks in every time at Cheesecake Factory because he gets rewards, and after Uh, ten cheesecakes, he gets a slice for free. Forty fifth time at a quarter mile. Again, there's a common theme here. Everybody knows it's a quarter mile from the parking lot to my seat. How much really is a quarter mile? Like I can't imagine it's that much walking. When to I do. think of a quarter mile, I think, damn, it was only a quarter mile. Like that's like such a short distance. Right. A lot of places, if you go to a cheesecake factory, to me, like from the front door to like the back of the restaurant is a quarter mile. Like it doesn't seem like that big of a, a distance. Well, there's got nothing that. That I would point out, like as a like pride, that I walked that far. I went a whole quarter mile, and it's obviously like the first time the dude wore the knife into this place because he would he hasn't been told on the forty fourth time he wasn't told to yeah. go, you know. So it's just like with this, he's like one through forty four. I was able to wear my knife with no well, issue. You and can't get tell my me lime cheesecake. Well, you can't tell me that like uh, he's not wearing a knife now due to like the current like like. Th- everything in the air you know like the yes. current just societal field he, he he even wrote on the side of it fuck antifa you know like that's the kind <laughs> of guy you know that's carrying a knife into the cheesecake factory what do you mean i can't is, carry my knife knife in here i've got to protect myself is, about the people that think their lives matter <laughs> yeah all knives matter all you know? knives like, matter <laughs> but like knife is like not like a gun you know like, right there's no concealed there's no permit you need for a right. knife there's no class you have to take to be able to carry a knife you know and again it's like i understand i'm not a knife guy i understand there are people that like oh i have a knife i like it it's a hobby or like you used to work in a factory so you're like, yeah I've, I've got a pocket knife yeah, yeah I, I always had a pocket me, knife you know? on me yeah and even if you didn't need it it was nice to have you know open sure. up boxes and shit but like the guy that's like, no, I carry a knife, like, like a big ass knife. It had to have been a like, big ass knife. Get, absolutely, and he's one of those. It's like you can't always rely on a gun. You know, you might get trigger scared. Well, but my knife skills, especially because you know, he said my it was salat sh- fighting days in in the Philippines. You know, well, like, especially because he said it was sheathed. Like you don't sheathe yeah. a pocket knife, really. You know, no, you, don't you sheathe no, you a big ass knife. You, you do that like very like tiny fold <laughs> yeah. on a pocket knife. Oh my he god, he sheathed his knife before he went into the cheesecake factory, <laughs> and and again. The, the, the bulk, this is like 45 reviews on different cheesecake factories. He just like went through the country and was like, Florida, Utah, Montana. I need corporate. I to will hear be my here. I, I will be here. <laughs> All right. And that, I think we'll, I have a couple of things I want to talk about in the news. So All right. let's get into it. Did you have a stinger? I've got a stinger today. Not really so much a sting. Well, kind of a stinger in the news that we're going to be talking about. Chop, 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 (laughs) chop. So 
the first thing I just want to, so uh, do you, you watch, I'm assuming you watched John Oliver's uh, last week tonight, maybe, or maybe you know of it. I know of it. I don't, I don't catch it every week. I see the clips, you know, when, when they go viral, but. So he, there was just this one and I want to play it just because this, this kind of stuff just <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. So this is a, a guy that called into the LA police commission meeting that was being held over zoom yes, and they gave yes. him like 30 seconds to deliver a message. And I yield just, my time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's like, it's like poetry. And so I just, I yes. think we owe it a little homage. We have, we have to. I, I, have, I want this on a t-shirt. Yeah. All right, here we go. I find it disgusting that the LAPD is slaughtering peaceful protesters on the street. I had two friends go to the protest in Beverly Hills a couple of days ago, and the protest was peaceful. And so the police showed up with their excessive violent force, shooting rubber bullets and throwing tear gas. Is this what you think of protecting and serving? Because I think it's bullshit. Fuck you, Michael Moore. I refuse to call you an officer or a chief because you don't deserve those titles. You are a disgrace. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. I kind of feel how, yeah, I kind of feel how that's on my time if I was a congressman or a senator would go. I just, everything would end with fuck you. I suck my dick. I yield my time back to the, the kind sir from Kentucky. How, how can it not these days? It really is so frustrating with everything that's going on. And it's just like, even, I mean, honestly, even like all politics, man, all of it is just like fucking mind boggling to me at this point. And, and granted, there's one party that like definitely is above the other, but at the same time, I, I just see like, they all just seem like old fucks trying to pander to everybody. Well, and, look, and it's no, like, definitely like in my mind, it's the Democrats race to lose, right? Right. Everything is working for them. Everything is on their side. The entire country is like, yeah, I'm sick and tired of all this. And then what do they do? They wear fucking African (laughs) scarves and kneel six feet apart in the like Congress hall. I'm just like, oh God. Like, oh God. Can we just get rid of them all? Why why can't we just kneel? Like, why do we have to wear like, uh, why? Like, like, oh, it's it's weird, man. Don't they know what cultural appropriation? (laughs) Like, that is a big no no. You don't wear the like native garb of the people. And like, Africa is a big continent. And like, what we're talking about is not African. We're talking about the American. Right. experience like well and, and there's so much wrong did we not learn our lesson with like the native headdresses and stuff like that you know like oh my god obviously like we we should know better like we've been through this you know <laughs> oh man it is but it, like you see that and i'm just like okay, okay yes they're they're trying to do something right at least at least they're trying to call attention and you can't you can't deny that but it's just like it feels so phony because of because of everything else you know just like I don't know, man. It just all feels like pandering and bullshit and nothing's really getting done. And we pandering don't. Is number, and pandering is the number one description, the best description for it. And like I said, nothing's getting done. Okay, you yeah. wore a fucking African oh, good garb for you. and like kneeled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and not, helping, not helping. Not <laughs> helping. Nice photo op, though, I guess. Not yeah. really, though. And, and yet you approved the stimulus that was the largest uh, distribution of wealth in this entire country's sure. history and sure. allowed things like... Oh yeah, you, we're gonna allow you to not have the re- like uh, uh, visibility to wear these five hundred right. billion in business loans. <laughs> right, go to right. They just are up to the discretion of Tim Mnuchin or Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury, like who used to be a movie producer, like who's an evil villain for has an evil villain for a wife, like, and we're just like, yeah, all right, we don't have. There's no fight. Like we're not on the right. There's nothing we can do. Well, you know, we'll just have to pass this because we're get you get twelve hundred dollars one time. Well, you know, they talk about like defunding the police and and like kind of like um, splitting those 
like splitting basically splitting up the whole department into sections like so if you if you make a call for like a domestic dispute they're going to send somebody down that knows how to deal with the domestic dispute like a like social a, worker sure sure or, like, like somebody that's been like trained if you're, right for a homeless issue or a mental right. illness situation right you don't send somebody with guns you right send somebody with the, who knows you know, and has a, empathy or or has experience in these fields right yeah so why the fuck are we not doing that with the government like why can't we like somehow like let's just fucking break up the government and let's have specialized areas of the government like okay if we're voting on like this type of bill that a bill that involves like you know women's bodies and their rights and everything let's make it a group of entirely women first of all no fucking dudes not one dick in the room <laughs> not one yeah. goddamn dick in the room and let's make it like give it to give these jobs to experienced people that have gone through schooling for it. Because in my opinion, like, oh, a politician is a politician and they know how to do politics stuff. And all that means is, you know, how to fucking lie and pander like and, and fundraise. Yeah. And you know how to ask people for money right. and put it in a fund. And then, yeah, like you do the thing where you say the person's name. Like, what's your name? Lindsay. Lindsay, I got to tell you, back when I was a farmer, you know, Lindsay, I was a farmer on right, uh, right. back in the day, Lindsay, like, you know, and the, the like politicians speak of like, you know, and God bless America and every single one. You know, Elizabeth Warren was criticized or has been like chastised because she said that the leader, the head of the Department of Education should be a teacher. Like, and people were like, how dare you? What a radical leftist idea. Oh, my God. I, no. It's got to be someone who understands how to fucking gouge a, a budget. Uh, or or how about the sister or the daughter of the creator of Amway, which is a pyramid scheme, and is into private schools because she doesn't like that black people were integrated into public schools, like in her neighborhood. So she wants uh, charter schools and private schools to be funded by the government so rich people don't have to pay for it on their own. And that's, you know, Betsy DeVos, yeah. whose brother-in-law is, uh, or brother is uh, Eric Prince, the leader of Blackwater, who thinks that the United States military should be privatized. That, like, Jesus. He, that way you can't be, uh, tra you know, tra uh, uh, charged with war crimes, you know, if it's a private army. And so that's who's leading the Department of Education. Now, technically speaking, what you're saying is how it is structured. There are subcommittees yes, within the but not, Congress and But Senate, not the but, right people. But not, not representative the right. of what, uh, like you're saying, if it's like, reproductive rights or healthcare, right. maybe there should be women and doctors on there. Definitely, but and, you know, and it should, and it, and again, like, it shouldn't just be like um, anyone, you know, like you should have like it's like a job interview, right? You have to have certain yeah. qualifications. Like, I can't just go get a doctor job because I, I don't know anything about being a doctor, but I feel like if yeah. I if I schmooze enough, I could have any fucking politician's job. That's what, Politicians and, aren't, it used to be like lawyers and doctors right. and businessmen, but now they're politicians. It's an entirely separate entity all in of its own. And that's why when you have somebody that's actually like, you know what, I think I have an understanding of this, this topic. I want to run and make a change. They don't usually win because it's mostly people that know how to politic. They right. know how to, right. like they're poli sci majors. They know how to work the government structure and like fundraise. They don't really know anything about like the real world. Right. And, and generally smart people are always like socially a little bit awkward. Right. So they're not ever going to. Yes. So anyway, that's, that's what I think about Elizabeth Warren. When people talk about her, they're like, I don't like how she sounds. It's like, I've seen her in person. I've heard her speak. I listened to her. She sounds like a, like a middle, like an older woman grandmother from Oklahoma, which is what she is. Like, yeah. Yeah. She talks folksy and she's kind of country, you know, like it, same with kind of Joe Biden, you know, they keep, t they keep shitting on him for 
like gaffes and like saying weird shit. He actually is a stutterer. So like he, in his mind, he gets very nervous when he's talking and that could cause you to kind of like go off on weird tangents or say things in the wrong area. But he's also almost 80. I'm not going to dispute that. He is an yeah. older man. That, yeah. And the cognitive decline from like 75 to 80 is is like exponential. Yeah, you so. know, and I'm almost tempted to say if you want to be president, you've got to be between the ages like 35 and 60. That's it. Well, you have to be, you have to be at least, <laughs> what is it, 42 or 40? Right. You have to be certain age, right? Which right. I know, I'm okay with. Yeah. And yes, yeah, it should be like 40 to 65, right? Right. Because if the median age in the country is 72 for men and 77 for women, right? Or the, or like the life expectancy, then yeah, you should like dock 10 years off of that. And, 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 and maybe that's the wrong way to think about it. I don't know that I know enough. And, and, you know, like I see people like Bernie Sanders and like other people who are totally with it and totally deserving of the position. And so, yeah, it's probably wrong to say that, but, but, but maybe, maybe what I want is younger. That it takes. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't want to put, an older person through that rigorous, like, sure. Like, but uh, then it comes to like, you're telling like, you're like basically emphasizing yeah, like uh, ageism, right. When you're making them into like, Oh, little baby can't be put through that. You know? So <laughs> you can't tell me Bernie Sanders. You don't want to just pinch his cheek. Oh, and be of like, course oh, I do. He's so cute. <laughs> but, Can I feed you a donut? But anyway, I don't know. That's why I think we should just, let's just restructure the whole motherfucking thing, man. Let's just, I don't so, dispute. I don't dispute that. I, I do take an issue. And again, it's just like, I, I don't care. I, I'm looking at it from how do you win the argument or how do you like get people on your side, right? So when you say like defund the police, all people hear is get rid of the police. Right. And so then they're immediately turned off to that, especially like very scared white people in the suburbs. And you need them because they are the majority of people in the United States. So if you want to build a coalition of voters or a coalition to get behind a certain idea, you need a lot more people on board than just your micro fraction of people. Right. So I have a hundred percent. I think you should demilitarize immediately. Like there shouldn't be tanks in a police department. There shouldn't be machine guns and, and military style, like camouflage and armor for what they're doing. I a hundred percent believe that we need to have like, like uh, homeless services and social workers. There should be different departments for that. It shouldn't be a, like a, you know, everything requires a gun because like the Japanese say, if you're a hammer, you know, everything looks like a nail, like that's right. your job. They right. have, that's what they're trained for. That's like what these, there's no, it isn't a few bad apples. No, this is their training. They're it's training bad apples, to subdue man. you. It, it is. It, it's a hundred percent. They're training. If you are a threat to them, you need to be neutralized. Right. And so if at their disposal, they have a chokehold, they have, they can pin you down, they can shoot you. Like this is the training. Same within a riot. Like people are like, oh my God, they pushed that old guy over. Yeah. That's riot training. Right. So like, if you see, man, they pushed that old guy over, then you'd be like, oh shit, what would they do to me? You know, like right. that is the, it's to intimidate you. It's to like make you subdue. Right. Like that's what the plan is. So we could completely restructure that. Like if you look at the fire department, right? You know, like not even one tenth of what they do is fight fires. Right. Like they're first for emergency response. They're for, they like get cats out of trees. Like they like expanded in a good way what their, their uh, purpose uh, purposes. So I think you could restructure and uh, 
defund but again i just the i know what uh, like scared white people here is oh you want to get rid of cops and everything will be lawless right and it, well like, and maybe at all what maybe what, talking about. maybe what it is is just like a, a completely like restructuring of the training restructure yeah restructure give them and say to them like no these aren't your jobs you are not equipped to handle the homeless population you are not equipped to handle a domestic dispute you are not equipped to handle right. like uh, you know, minor infractions. Like they shouldn't be stopping you for jaywalking. They should, no. they really shouldn't be pulling you over for speeding. That's like, how I feel. I'm sorry. Like I feel the it, same way. Those are just money making things. Like they're not really. There should and, be like civil enforcement and excuses to basically pull over who they want to. Like it's yeah. basically racial profiling handed to them. You know. Yeah. Speaking. Well, you know, in Utah. This week, they they voted on to like restructure the budget of the police force, but they also added their their the legislature is thinking about adding that if you cough on a police officer during oh, these times, my that could be God. putting their life in danger. What if you can't so help now, it? <laughs> well, now they don't even have to plant a gun on you or drugs. They, coughed, just, on now they coughed on me. I, I felt like so I shot him nine times in the back. <laughs> so I, I stepped on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds until oh. <laughs> he was crying out for his dead mother that, you know, in the afterlife. Fucking crazy, man. That's great. Yeah. I'm loving that. Then, then, like, okay, so then if someone coughs on me, do I get to, like, call the police? Like, someone coughed on me. My yeah. Lord, when does it stop? That's what these Karens are doing out there. You know, Fuck. they're like, uh, oh, you can't do that. You, This person coughed on me. They came at me in an aggressive manner. You know, like the the hike, the uh, jogger in Central Park that was calling the cops on the black guy because he was a bird right. watcher. She, she felt her life was threatened, you know, like, <sighs> like they – Everything now is an aggression against them. it is. Well, even, you know, it's interesting too, is even just like the, the divide of like mask wearers versus non-mask wearers. Like I'm like, if you wear a mask and, and that's what you do, cool, like cool. But I don't like agree with like, if you don't wear a mask and some people just being like, oh, how fucking dare you? Like shaming you and making you feel bad. It's just like, well, you know, like to each their own man. And I, and I get that, like, we'd all be better off if we all take the precautions and stuff, but like, you can't control other people and why be mad? <laughs> Well, also, like, everyone's – it's different if it's like, okay, look, we're all going to this building that we have to go to, like the grocery store, right? Right. Hey, everyone wear a mask. Sure. It's been proven that if you're indoors and in a confined space, this reduces the transmission factor by, like, 80%, right? But if I'm outdoors on a hike, right. absolutely not. Right, And right. there should be no shame in being like, you should be wearing a mask. Right. No, I shouldn't. Not at all. Right. There's no threat here. I'm more than six feet away. It's there's zero like transmission in open areas. Right. That's like the, there's a false uh, argument going on between Trump supporters and the the uh, protesters right now because like Trump is going to hold a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma this weekend. He reserved a convention center that holds twenty thousand people, and they are not going to require masks. <laughs> Of course, they're going to make you sign a waiver that if you do get COVID, you can't sue them. <laughs> and now they're screaming. They're like, oh, but protesting is OK. There was 100,000 people in New York protesting. It's like, yeah, yeah a lot of outside. people wear masks, too. A outside. And they were wearing masks. I went to I went to the gay pride Black Lives Matter rally in the park with a mask. Right. And everybody was six feet apart. Right. 
there's a huge difference. Yep. There's a certain population that thinks it's a threat and there's a way to mitigate that with a communal response of <laughs> mask wearing and social distancing and washing your hands. And there's another part that says you're a fucking pussy if you put on a mask. Yeah. That it's the God-given American right not to wear a mask. You can't <laughs> tell me what to do. <laughs> Oh, and man. so there was a big movement with the Trump rally to everybody sign up and get the ticket to them. Like when no one shows up, he'll be so embarrassed. And I'm like, no, no, because uh, now no. they're bragging that they've had a million people sign up to go to the rally uh, and you had to sign up with your email and your name. So now they have all this data that they've yeah, harvested no and they get to brag that they have a hundred thousand, a million people that have decided to go to this rally. Yeah. That's weird, man. That's, I don't like that. Uh, let uh, let whoever wants to go go, man. You're I don't go. Know. Just go. who gives a shit? Who gives a shit at this point? You're gonna get it. Fine. Speaking get of it. not giving a shit, you hear about John Grisham? No. What uh, what happened? So you know him? What like, part? The the, the writer say, of like all the like the firm. Yeah, and, yeah. Big famous uh, writer, right? Millionaire. Yep. So he came out in defense of viewing child pornography. Yes, he described. He, he described he an Epstein associate, and uh, <laughs> so he, he described viewing child pornography as an accidental crime, easily committed by pushing the wrong buttons. He who said, knew? Oopsie doosie. He's, hey, you know when you get googling, you know, <laughs> you know, you know how child porn's so easy to uh, click on because it's always on your ads and whatnot. I was looking up child prawnography, <laughs> you know, the, the study of prawns. He <laughs> said, he said, not all consumers of child porn are sex offenders. Some, some of them are just dudes who developed a passing interest, a little passing interest in child ah, you porn. Know, I dabble. You know, I'm, not I dabble a, I'm, not a, I'm not a child porn sommelier, but I dabble. <laughs> while he, they develop a passing interest while drunk. He went on to criticize the punishments, the punishments meted out in such so these cases. There's, there's so many sex offenders that that's what they're called. That they put them in the same prison, like a bunch of perverts or something. Thousands of them. We've gone nuts with the incarceration, said the author of the best-selling legal th thrillers. Now we, when you know this, you're going to have to watch that Tom Cruise movie and <laughs> think a little differently. <laughs> we have prisons now filled with guys my age, 60-year-old white men, and he says white men, 60-year-old white mm -hmm. men in prison who've never harmed anybody. <laughs> they would never, white. they would never, white men. in my age, they would never touch a child, but they just go online one night and start surfing around, probably had too much to drink or whatever, and pushed the wrong buttons, went too far, and got into child porn. Oops. I mean, they accidentally <laughs> signed into the Tor router to go on the dark right? web. That's what they I accidentally was... happened to have uh, separate hard drives with hundreds and thousands of images. That's what I was saying. I was like, I was telling my, my husband, I was just like, dude, there's no accidentally clicking on child porn that doesn't exist. And doesn't this just sound like he had too much to drink one night and like got a bunch of child porn is now like, oh, anytime somebody's like, you guys know, and they get very specific about like, a situation that only they like went through. So you got to go like, wait a minute. So he recounted. Now, I do believe, I do believe it, uh, uh, the guitar player from the who, uh, shit. What was his name? Roger Daltrey and don't remember. 
Oh my God. Well, anyway, he was busted about a decade ago looking up child porn, but he, he said it was for research because he, he had been molested and he was doing a book on it and he was trying to figure out how people, do. I believe him. A lot of people don't, but I, don't I know. think he had a, I don't he know. had there's a different ways to, story. There's ways to go about that. That's not on your like personal computer. I think, I don't know. Yes. Well, I, he did notify the local police that he was like, look, I'm going to be going on this. Like, well, then, okay. Then that's like, a little different, I guess. But, but yeah. this guy, so, so he recounted this story that his good buddy from law school who caught a, who got caught up in a Canadian sting operation as an example of judicial excess. He, his drinking was out of control and he went on a website and it was labeled 16 year old wannabe hookers or something like that. And it said 16 year old girls. So he went there, downloaded some stuff and it was 16 year old girls who looked 30 because if they look older, it doesn't count, right? It doesn't count. He he shouldn't have done it. It was stupid, but it was a 10-year-old. But it wasn't 10-year-old boys or anything. He didn't touch anything. Here's the thing, John Grisham. You're contributing to the production of this shit. So, yes, you are a fucking pervert. You, are, you should be in jail. You are a pedophile. If you want to look at little, tiny, prepubescent children, you're a fucking pedophile. I'm sorry. There's no ifs, ends, or buts about it. And if you can't handle, like, not looking at girls 18 or, like, if, you, if you're, like, 18 and older is too much for you, like, to me, like, being an older 60-year-old dude and looking at an 18-year-old girl is still gross. But, like, uh, yeah. but that's, a, that's, a, that's like a precedent society set. Like, okay, you can look at 18-year-old chicks <laughs> yeah. in porn. And to me, like, they're still children. And you can look at a 36-year-old that puts pigtails on and, like, sucks right. a lollipop. But, you, you know, know but, like, like, 18 is still, like, a child, sir. So if you can get your fucking jollies on an 18-year-old girl and you should be fine. And that still is gross to me, but you should be yeah. fine. But what a fucking weirdo right like i i was and like so he's trying to he like i said he's an he was an associate of jeffrey jeffrey epstein he lived in the same neighborhood as jeffrey epstein and two weeks ago netflix released a series about jeffrey epstein it was basically uh trying to recap in a docuseries kind of the epstein saga right all about how he was a pedophile he had this exact same like mentality and he got off with the government because once he paid them for a massage in quotation marks where they jerked him off they were now a prostitute so instead of being charged with the child sex trafficking and like pedophilia he was charged with soliciting a prostitute because once he paid them now those girls were now prostitutes and grisham now it turns out he produced that Epstein documentary on Netflix. So maybe this was like an overcompensation for him to be like, Oh no, 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 I'm, I'm against all that. But yeah, we, you, when you put it in print like that, it never goes away. Fuck we no, know exactly man. who you are. It's sick, man. And, and I'm sorry, but there's just like, like how fucking stupid are you? There's no dabbling along. The, oh, just, and that, like, that's an excuse. Like I've had too, like then, okay. You, we can use like having too much to drink and doing something stupid as any excuse. So then if I have too much to drink and drive home and get pulled over, and you kill somebody. Hey, hey, hey man, no, you were I, just dabbling in I was a just DUI. Dabbling in a DUI. In manslaughter. <laughs> in manslaughter. You know, if I, if I have too much to drink and sexually assault somebody, no, no, I was just dabbling a little. It was an oopsie daisy because I had a little too much to drink. Like a, a whoopsie doopsie, you know, you know, that kid that like found the passed out girl behind a dumpster whoopsie, and fingered her. You whoopsie, know? Doopsie. whoopsie doopsie. How <laughs> oopsie. It was the drinks. Like I, I've done my fair share of stupid shit when I was drinking and I take responsibility for all of it, man. There's no, like that's still but you. Still that's you. usually you were young. Right. That's you very know, like, true. Those are, those I'm not a 60. Yeah. Because now like I couldn't even imagine, man, like, 
you get to a certain age and that shit like, oh, okay, I'm done with that. That was fun for a while, but not anymore. Like, there's supposed to be wisdom that comes with age. Yes, yes. So not only should you not get drunk and look at child porn, <laughs> you definitely shouldn't defre- de- like defend your friend that did it. And right. you definitely shouldn't do an interview <laughs> for a news publication that you're saying, eh, child pornography, is it bad? Yeah. Is it? And and you know, it doesn't it doesn't like like it to me it makes sense that this dude's like a millionaire too like it just like i feel like pedophilia and like money go hand in hand these days man like <laughs> and not in every case of course but like yeah with these like rich dudes like yeah like i've I, there's something really creepy going on man there's some like underground there's- fucked up shit going on that's like nobody's bringing like people have tried to bring it to light and then and they killed epstein when they tried to do it you know yeah no, no, he hung himself, which oh, broke his neck. Oh. And the cameras weren't on. And, and uh, nobody was watching him nobody when was they should have been. And the two guys that were watching him happened to take a nap at that. At that at, <laughs> oh, because they were a little tired, little, they with, needed some no those six minutes, you know, like where he broke his neck, you know, and yeah. by hanging himself off of a bunk, you know, bunk bed that was three feet high. <laughs> oh, anyway, do you have some news? I, I, yeah. brought, I brought the angry news. Yeah, that I was just couldn't. I, I couldn't didn't know not, that about John Grisham. I could I thought, not talk I, about it, man. I, it, I did see the, uh, the again that uh, Netflix documentary. And I thought it was kind of weird because it's not really a good docu series. Like it doesn't explain the events really well. The only thing it does do, I will say, is I've read the accounts of the women that were involved or the girls that were involved. I've heard them interviewed on podcasts or read their interviews, but actually getting to see them and letting them like explain it in their own words, I thought was actually pretty good because. You know, you could read something, but when you actually see somebody saying it out loud, it it, it, it better impact for it. Right, so. right. But yeah, horrendous people, and like you said, there's this <laughs> this environment, especially West Palm Beach, Florida. It's this yeah. entirely different, uh, uh, like country. You know, like it's private security and an island and wealth beyond imagine. And actually, you know, our president—that's where Mar-a-Lago is. It's about two blocks from Epstein's old house. So. But speaking of shitty situations, I wanted to talk about some good shit. The ISS, you're into science. The ISS, the International Space Station, they got a new toilet this week. What? Yeah. The improved NASA Universal Waste Management System will handle and support mixed gender crew mission and bigger loads. Increase comfort and performance. Now I can finally be comfortable if I go up to ISS. You know, I think this was the doing of Elon Musk because he's famous for his shits. He's like notorious. That's why he wants to go to Mars because he feels like the earth is just too full of shit right now. And <laughs> the shit that he's what? producing. He needs, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought, oh, yeah, I guess that is a news story. Like, sure. you're in a new toilet. That's kind of cool, And man. you wouldn't think, like, yeah, like, they actually had to address that. When you talk about science, like, everything has to be addressed, right? Like, if you're going to go to space, you wouldn't think about the of, like, yeah, there's gen- – it has to be uh, specific for each gender, you know? And, like, maybe uh, designed a little better than it's just, like, a vacuum tube you put on your dick. Dude, I – that Which I of, think was the old way. I would love to have, like, a separate toilet for bigger loads, you know? Like when you know, right? when you know, like, oh, this is going to be the bigger load toilet, you know, because then yeah. you can save water all the other times, you know. You know, this is actually one of our president's obsessions. No <laughs> shit. They say people in the White House say he brings this up like 
a an alarming amount. <laughs> One of his like divisive things is talking about the low flow toilets. And that's why he wants to end government regulation because he's like, these toilets, these new <laughs> toilets, they tell you, you have to like flush it like 15 times. You keep flushing, you keep flushing it. And light bulbs. He hates, you know, floor, like the uh, uh, LED light bulbs. What? I love LED light bulbs. I love them. You never have to change no, them. No, and they're great. like bright as you- shit and they don't take up a lot of electricity. And they like, you don't have to change it every five days. Yeah. Like, but he's so against it. And he constantly talks about. The low flow toilets, like it's the national emergency that needs to be addressed at all times. Well, I imagine like there's just like demon shit coming out of his asshole. So yeah, that makes sense to me. Oh, oh. like can you? Like, just like black this is a fucking seventy five year old man that like sustains himself like exclusively on McDonald's and like, probably even like in the White House and probably like twenty Adderalls a day. Which like make you shit and like Sudafed, crazy, like UK Sudafed that he chops up <laughs> that just binds and him, puts up his asshole. Like, for, yeah, like and has a, a Melania put a coke straw in his butt and just like blows <laughs> it directly into his colon. Like and like to this day, so when you get to the White House, you have a private chef, right? Like the Obamas, like you can order whatever you want, and yet to this day, he still orders McDonald's. He's fucking. He likes gross. a Big Mac and French fries, and he is a seventy-five-year-old man. And that's exclusively what he dines on, even to the point of when they went to Japan and he had a summit with Shinzo Abe, the prime minister of Japan. He wanted McDonald's. Gross. They got him McDonald's. Oh like, my God. How embarrassing that the president <laughs> of the United States ordered McDonald's in uh, fucking Japan. Um. So I found out this week, and I wish I would have known this earlier, but there was a $2 million treasure just buried in the mountains in Utah this rich. No, it was, well, they didn't know. So there was a, a rich guy from New Mexico and he wrote a poem and he said, if you read this poem, there are clues within it that'll lead you to a treasure chest that has gold coins and rare shit like jewelry and such the equivalent to, uh, Willie's uh, gold in the Goonies dollars. Oh, Gold doubloons, you know? <laughs> well, somebody finally found it. And they found it in the Dinosaur National Monument, which is in Colorado. But the guy had said he, he buried it in the uh, Rocky Mountains. And it's crazy because it this was uh, done 10 years ago. So it's taken 10 years for it to be found. And the amount of, like, search and rescue, like, that's... The big story is that the rescuers are like, fucking finally. Do you know how many people we pull out of rivers and like uh. off of mountaintops? <laughs> and like for 10 years, how many of these guys that have gone out into the middle of nowhere trying to find this box and just like lose their shit, you know? And so they were like, finally, this is over. We can put this to rest and we don't have to like, like be pulling these yahoos out of the middle of nowhere. I would have, I would have done that. What's the poem? Do you have the poem? Ah, good question. It says, ye old tiger. No, doubloons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't have it. It was basically like, hey, uh, you know, rub-a-dub-dub. Thanks for the grub. Yay, God. Here's uh, golden <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at poem to yeah, find uh, gold. Rocky Mountain treasure. Yeah. Poem. Okay. I think I got it. I think I got it. Seeking adventure in gold, crack this poem and head somewhere and head outdoors. 
somewhere. Okay, blah, blah, blah. All right, narrowing okay, it okay, down, it narrowing it down. Begin, begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put the put in below the home of Brown. Where wa- like, so where warm like, waters uh, halt, no one agrees on what that meant. Uh, now, now we, so this must be old. Anyway, that yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard. That's poem. almost like you could end that poem with diarrhea, diarrhea. <laughs> you know, when you're sliding into third and you feel a juicy turn, diarrhea. Begin like, it where the water gets real, real warm. <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Don't walk. go outside where the brown is down. Diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. Not too far, but too far to walk when you have diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Uh, I bet that guy was a pedophile too. Rich guy. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. <laughs> he has too much time on his hands. <laughs> so I have I have reached the point of the pandemic of sitting at home. You know, you know, originally it was like, oh, this is nice, all the time in the world. You know, I'm gonna pick up a hobby. I'm gonna, you know, work out more. I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna appreciate my wife. You know, now it's just uh devolved to looking on eBay for random shit. <laughs> and this week, I not only Googled, like, what is the best, but bought it on eBay. First, it was I, was, I was cutting down some trees, and I'm holding a chainsaw, like, above my head on an eight-foot ladder <laughs> trying to cut a branch, right? And, like, there's no balancing. It's a lot of just, like, oh, all right, well, that was close. <laughs> well, it was like, lost an arm. <laughs> I'm glad there's, like, an auto stop on this chainsaw, but... And then I'm like, man, I wish they like made like a chainsaw that was like on a pole. They made that like fucking a hundred years ago. Like it's already been made. So I searched for like a day, you know, chainsaw on a pole. What is the best one? And I ordered one. So I'm very excited that that's coming. Then last night I was on a eBay deep dive. And for some reason I'm like, you know, when I'm at home making tacos, they're just like on my plate, you know, and I can't get like the the stuff in it, you know, the it falls apart. Don't they make like a taco tray? So yes, I bought a stainless steel taco tray <laughs> so I can put the tortilla in and like fill it with my taco toppings and like act like I'm at a fancy taqueria. Dude, that's... Well, oh, I was just gonna say that's when you know you. Uh... You've reached like a station in life where like you don't have enough problems when you're like solving hey. when you're solving those. That's a good. I'm not saying is it a bad thing either. Like that's a good thing what? when you're My like. My privilege biggest- is real as fuck, yo. Like <laughs> I 100. percent Yeah, when your biggest problem is like I hate this taco situation. Oh, <laughs> Let's get. I can't get my toppings in there correctly. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm one of the lucky ones because this week the federal government is charging former eBay staff members because they sent spiders and roaches and like odd Halloween masks and other alarming items to a couple because they were like writing a blog about the like horrible conditions at eBay. And you think, okay, some bad apples, right? Like, no, this was like the CEO. Like what the, he was this, he was the James bot. He was the senior director of safety and security. David Harville, who was the director of global resilience, were charged with conspiracy to commit cyber stalking and conspiracy to tamper with a witness. 
<laughs> because they were sending boxes of live cockroaches and uh, pornographic magazines with the, <laughs> the husband's name on it. And they like oh installed God. a GPS on their car. And it's like, fuck, man, eBay. You're, like, like trying to get motherfuckers divorced and shit. Damn. First of all, what kind of man, like, or anybody, man or woman, gets like their porn in a magazine these days? And like shipped to the house. Like, yeah, yeah. It's with like, your name on it. Like, oh, yeah, sorry. I ordered this with a credit card. I'm sorry, have you not heard of live action Pornhub? <laughs> yeah, right. Just go Pornhub, Porn Jizz, Porn YouTube, you know, like it, any variation. Yeah, anything will get you where you need to go. And you can open yeah. 15 videos at a time and wait for her. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be able to find your 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 something real quick. Yeah. Know? And one last good news, because we've been talking a lot of shit on Trump and and all the bad things that have been happening in this world. And I know it, it seems bleak. You know, 2020 has been one hell of a year. It seems like it's never going to go our way. You know, we've had a pandemic. We've had uh, race riots. We've had... Uh, 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 violence between cops and citizens. But I'm here to announce things are looking up because this week. Did they bring back the taco? Oh, sorry. Did they bring back pickle flavored Doritos are coming to America? (laughs) Oh my God. You used to only be able to get these in Canada, but pickled flavored Doritos are on their way. Somebody found them at a dollar store general or a dollar general store. So that means not only they're on their way, but they're for a dollar. <laughs> is it like finding the golden ticket? I got a golden this ticket. Is, this is no, this is better than that two million dollar treasure chest in the in the mountains. <laughs> you know, tangy pickle. I, I don't know. I just want to try that. I'm tangy going pickle. to try the tangy pickle. That sounds gross, but I'm going to try the tangy pickle. Oh, uh, my favorite Pringles are like the dill pickle flavor. Sure, like you get tangy yeah. pickle Doritos. I just can't wait. Just tangy pickle, huh? Yeah, also, I don't know if I would pickles also as something, also something that you could uh, put in a Pornhub search. <laughs> yes, if, you, if you're so inclined, look up Tangy Pickle on YouPorn. So and you'll I, see what happens. I actually have a special guest um, that you weren't aware of. Are you ready for that? Oh, okay. Hold on. You did. So we have we have a say. special guest, Frankie, here, come to tell us about her opinions about politics. Go ahead. Now, Frankie, this week the Supreme Court decided that you cannot discriminate or fire somebody because they are LGBTQ. What say yeah. you? Yeah, what that is that is an interesting opinion you got there. I hadn't I hadn't heard that. Hi, Dot. Oh, you think oh, okay. she thinks you're her dad? You, Dot. Yes, <laughs> I heard they they had a new budget come out this week. So you're really into public transportation. <laughs> anyway. You got to move the camera. I got to see. Where's the. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh, she's done. I'm done. She's done. You're done. I guess I guess she doesn't have many opinions today. Yeah, I'm with her. I'm all opinioned out. You know, opinions are like, does she have her headphones off? No. Yeah, she has her headphones oh. off. Off? Off. She has yeah, opinions off. are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. Am I right, Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was nice to have that special guest. Yes. Oh, she has a little more to say. Oh. Oh, I don't know if you could say that on air. Yeah, we might get in trouble with the FCC with that one. <laughs> and, and she's done. And she's done. Oh. 
It's <laughs> because she knows you when you hit record. She's like, no, 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 this this ain't free. You don't just get all my best stuff. You got to pay me for this. Smart, smart kid. She knows. Uh, she knows. You're gonna do something. You know, you might as well get paid for it. That's very true. So that's all of our news, apparently, right? All that wasn't being recorded? <laughs> I was given gold in that segment when you were just Googling questions. <laughs> I thought this was no editing. How dare you? You tricked me. Uh, some very uh, news. Some very rich insights from Miss Frankie Hobbs. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good way to end it. You know, Maybe we should start ending it with her insights. Every time. What, what time is it now, Dennis? It's game time. Booties up. Let me see you shake your rope. It's Father Richard time, right? Yeah. He's been out there exploring southern Utah. He's been finding all the snakes and pointing them out, uh, saving other people from that uh, terrible fate. It's true. He does like snakes. And he does like pointing them out. <laughs> Watch, he doesn't answer. Hello, hello. Oh, I always, hello? I should always say Hello, hello, how are ya? Hello, Father. Well, what's up? Do you think, Father, that you should be able to bring a giant sheathed knife into the Cheesecake Factory? A giant sheathed knife? No, like sheathed, like in a sheath. Like on oh. your hip, like, like a buck knife. Like a buck knife on your hip. Uh, that's a tough one. You ask me all these tough questions. You should be able to, but just out of respect for other people, you shouldn't. There you go. Right, like... But what if I get cheesecake in my teeth and they don't have any toothpicks big enough? You know what I mean? <laughs> you need something to be able to pick, pick the yeah, graham you, cracker crust you, you hide the sheet knife down your pants, you know, so no one sees it. Be, you know, concealed. <laughs> a concealed knife. And then you could <laughs> also... You I like that. that better. Then you could also pretend it's your wiener and, you know... You kill right. two birds with one stone. Yeah. Kill two birds with one yeah, stone. Two dicks yeah. with one stone. Yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> well, you, you get a let's free make that a new, Let's make that a new saying. Two dicks with one knife. You know, like. There you go. Yeah. This, sir, I don't know why. I don't know why, sir, but you just, you seem like you need a free cheesecake right now. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Somehow, like something's just telling me deep inside that you need a cherry raspberry, yeah. cake. raspberry what do they have? A cherry God, ch- something, cheesecake. <laughs> you know, yeah. And how many calories do those things have? It's like 3,000 calories for one bite. It's a good, like, it's 15, ridiculously it's a good, high. It's a good 1,500 calories, like, per it slice. Is. I've been to the cheese, That's like I went to the cheesecake factory once intake. in my life. I was in Arizona and I was by myself. Oh. And I was okay. there for, I was on business in Arizona. So I'm like, hey, Company's paying for it. I'll go to the Cheesecake Factory. All these people have been talking about it. I got a salad, a pizza, and a slice of cheesecake, and it was $87. That is no bullshit. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, That's a true story. Yeah, they're expensive. And you're like, oh, I had a salad. Yeah, no, it was like, you know. A $20 salad. Yeah. But it was like, you know, ranch and had like M&M's. pizza was probably $30, and then the cheesecake was the rest, and then plus tip. Yeah, there was no doubt in my mind that was an eighty five hundred calorie dinner. Like, and oh, yeah. they're not bullshitting. Yeah. Everything in there has cheesecake. Again, I ordered a chopped salad; it had cheesecake bites on it. <laughs> I ordered a pizza; it was like cheesecake bites on the whatever, pizza. dude. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, when are we going to learn in the branding department? Right, 
that factory is not a good description of a place to eat, right? So you have like the cheesecake factory, the old spaghetti factory. And again, in the old spaghetti factory, is it a factory that makes old spaghetti or is it a, (laughs) is it a spaghetti factory that's been around for a long time? Yeah, it's still around. I I have never been enticed by that description, like old spaghetti factory. I'm like, I think I'm okay. You know that. I old want that spaghetti new factory. spaghetti. Speaking of old spaghetti, Dad, have you ever, what is like the worst thing you've ever smelled? Um, the worst thing I've ever smelled. And that's a true story. I'm going on a river trip tomorrow. We went and I got dehydrated. So I was already had the worst headache in my life. There was a dead bighorn sheep up the t- up on the, you know, halfway up on our campsite. Well, then the wind changed and it came down our way and oh. we were right in our tents. It was the worst <laughs> smell I've ever smelled in my life. The worst. And you think you have an idea because this same thing happened to me. I was out in Vernal and you just like walked upon like a dead cow and you're like, oh, okay, Yo. dead cow. I could kind of imagine. You cannot imagine like the you oh, like yeah, like, It's awful. It's why it's like awful. in zombie films when there's like corpses everywhere, I'm just like, you wouldn't get, I don't think there was ever like a getting used to that smell because never. any dead animal I've ever come across, it's like gag worthy, like immediately too. Oh, so it's yeah. like, Immediate. holy shit. Yeah, it's the worst. That is, yeah, Your evolution is, is, is teaching you. Your evolution is teaching you, like, this is a bad place. Like, barf this up, like, immediately. <laughs> That's why I don't want to be around a zombie apocalypse. It's going to stink like like crazy, you know? I only do because I think in, I, in, I could have a cool outfit to wear. <laughs> in the case of a zombie apocalypse, would you be the one that, like, wrote it out? Or would you, like, take the bullet and be like, I'm just going to die now? Oh, and how long I'd would get, it take? Like, it if out, there was man, one I'd... CNN report yeah. of like there might be a zombie apocalypse, or would you just like take it all the way to where you're surrounded in a, an abandoned mall by zombies? <laughs> no, I would like, go on the river and find a place in the middle of nowhere where no people are. There well, you go. You know, a river would be a good land. idea because then you can yeah, just like kick zombies into the river too. Yeah, the ri- they can't swim, right? Are they Except afraid of water? In like, World War yeah, in that, the book World War Z, they did swim. They they could walk underwater. Remember, yeah, they came in from why, ocean to ocean. That's why a good river is, is a good one because you could push them in the river and they float on down. And then they float on down. Yeah, exactly. I think I would be exactly. one of those people. Is that one of them? Like like you can't feed them after midnight. And you can't get them wet. Is that zombies? <laughs> no, no, no. That's gremlins. No, that was. That was Goonies, right? No, Gremlins. Or Goonies, yeah. You can't, no, you can't get Goonies. Goonies wet. You can't feed oh, no, it. it was it was E.T. That was E.T. No, it was Gremlins. E.T. Oh, no. Gremlins wasn't that. It was uh, That was Forrest Gump. You know, Mama that, always said, it, don't Forrest feed Gump. me after midnight. It took me way too yeah. long to realize I was being Mama always with. said that I couldn't be fed after midnight, and then it happened. <laughs> you know, I think I'd be one of those people that survives as long as my family was alive. You know, the day my child's gone, um, I'm probably just going to be like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, me too. That'd I'd be a little... You guys with me. It'd be a little We'd too live rough. off the I land think, I think, in the middle of nowhere. I, I'd be one of those that found like a new purpose in life. Like I would lead the tribe. Like I would have the boat <laughs> and arrow. Or like, you would I, shit your like, pants. Even, or you'd shit your pants I didn't even know you could zombies. do that. And I'd be like, yeah, I didn't either. And like... You would be the fucking, Rambo of the zombies. Yeah, you would be. Rambo. I'd have like a quip. I'd have like a quip yeah. for him. I'm like walkers. Let we fuck it up. Uh, another another hundred walkers to add to my belt. You know, and people would be like, "Damn, where'd this or, guy come from?" Or you'd shit your pants and cry and hide in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I would. 
be a badass until like the the like food ran out. You'd be a badass until you couldn't put your tacos in that taco maker. Yeah, we have start eating roots and branches to keep alive. Took my taco holder away, and I'd be done. Like, no, it's life ain't worth living. I can't have my taco. So I can't go on like this. We're not made to live like this. So, Father, have you ever (laughs) farted somewhere somewhere super inappropriate? Have I? Yeah. Of course, everybody has. Where, where was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. Nope. I Dennis, don't remember. Have, you, have you ever had like an inappropriate, like really embarrassing fart? Oh, I do. I remember now. For jury duty. <laughs> you had it, it was one of those, I thought I could sneak it out, but it like, ended up being, <laughs> like, like the prosecution objected. You know? like, I object. And I got sustained and everything. And I'm like, oh, there's a stain. All right. <laughs> Now, I remember in high school, I was making out with a girl, and it just oh. came out, and it was the worst. And oh. I was like, oh, shit, there goes that date. Never yeah. going to ask her out again. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fart in front of a girl until, like, a good three weeks in, right? Maybe right. Three weeks. Huh? I still haven't farted in front of my wife. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Five years on. Yeah. My most embarrassing fart, I was in school, and it was, like, the first day of class, and I'd fallen asleep because it was just like a super boring dude. I was working full time and going to school and oh man, it was rough. And I like, uh, like farted myself awake, you know? So like, <laughs> not only did I fart, but like I jolted out of my desk as I farted. And I was so close to just like pointing at the kid in front of me and being like, it was him guys. But I was like, no, <laughs> no, that makes it worse. And then I was like, I'm just going to be known as the girl that farted. Or, like the teacher stopped talking and everything. Cause I like, I like physically like jolted up, like ah, ah, farted. And then it's like, oh, well, there's shit. that like twilight, you know, you get relaxed. You're like, like right. drifting off into dreamland. Right. Your sphincter you know? relaxes. You where you are. And then it just kind of like releases out of you. Right. It like right. takes you by surprise. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. It's embarrassing whenever you do it, you know, around other people. That's true. I don't know. As I get older in age, I'm like, I don't, I don't really care too much. Plus you're breathing in all that fecal matter. It's not good for you. (laughs) I don't know. Um, My, my sphincter control has like, like gone as the ages, as, as the older I've gotten. Right. So like I do, don't care anymore. And you do be like slowly devolve into that older man where you're just like, yeah, people didn't go, oh, that old guy farted. Okay, well, I can't make fun of an old guy. <laughs> right. What's so. what's a good part about getting older if you can't just fart and not care, right? Why, yeah, why even get my older? Dad was like the, my dad was the it king of the crop dusters. <laughs> like, he would he would go down a grocery aisle and just, like, lay seeds of doom <laughs> all the way down. And then he would wait at the end to see who would come in oh. and just, like, laugh. But the second they, like, got hit with it, like a cloud in, right in their face. Oh and you could God. see, like, they were like... Oh, are these like saltines? What the fuck is that? Is that a dead ram blowing into our campsite? Is that a dead bighorn sheep on the side of a river? (laughs) Yeah, you always walk into some of those walls of that. It's pretty bad. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not much worse. Like it's funny when you do it, you laugh, and when you walk into somebody else's, you just want to kill them. You know, (laughs) it's gross. It's gross. That's when you understand mass murder. You're just like, oh fuck, I'm killing everybody. I'm I'm tired of walking into these farts. I'm tired. (laughs) Kill them all. Sort them out. This is atrocious. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Hath thou crop dusted in a grocery store? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the eleventh commandment. Thou shalt not. Well, shit up a grocery store. <laughs> well, Thou shalt not yeah. tell your, your fellow man's nostrils with poop dust. <laughs> 
think that's a good exactly. place to end it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, Father, we Perfect. appreciate your wisdom. And we oh, will absolutely. See you, Anytime. We will see you next week. I'll be here. All right. Okay. Bye-bye now. All right. Be safe on the river. Okay. There we go. Well, everybody, I think we've learned things today. And what's, the t- what's the title for this? I think uh, I like uh, crop dust. Uh, I, I, there's got to be something in the last part there, you know. Shit up a grocery something store. <laughs> shit, shit, shitting up the grocery stores 2020. You know, like that <laughs> yeah, could be okay. our campaign slogan. Shitting up the grocery stores. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> we will see you next time. Again, I'm sorry, UK Graham, that we had to get rid of you. I'm terrible, terrible. But uh, let's go ahead and have you. Him and John Grisham should burn in hell. <laughs> let's go ahead. Have UK Pete take us out. <laughs> I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows, I certainly have. Remember when John Grisham was like, looking at kid porn isn't that big of a deal. What a sick fuck. He should go suck monkey cocks with all of the racist assholes. Send them all to an island, where they can suck like 10 or 15 monkey cocks a day. Anyway, keep fighting the good fight and I'll see you all next time. Aslika. <laughs>